Sweet. This is the Post-Purchase Podcast, and today, guys, we're going to be talking about one of Sean's favorite topics, which is money. So, Sean, who do we we have today? Well, we have a very special guest today who happens to be uh, been recruited, I just found out, by one of my friends, um, a.k.a. Allie. We won't give her away right now, but on this episode of Post-Purchase Podcast, you're going to find out more about money, why it's important, what you should be paying attention to when it comes to your business, how to easily fund your growth going forward without uh, without um, throwing the, uh, the baby out with the bathwater, as they say, Seth. So uh, why don't you introduce us to the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Eric of Sellers Funding. So let me swap out the logo for you there. Eric, Seth, who do we have here? Oh, my gosh. Eric, let me uh, bring you officially onto the show and toot your horn a little bit. So Eric (laughs) is a multi-industry sales leader, award-winning marketer, certified educator, and published author. He was an early hire at Heyday, which is an e-com aggregator where he connected with entrepreneurs ready to exit and rode that M&A wave. He currently works at Sellers Funding, where he builds partnerships with aggregators and other service providers to offer funding, referrals, co-marketing opportunities. And here's my favorite part, Eric. You approach life with a default yes, and you love adventure. Eric, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, guys. Man, I, I got to record that and put it on my dating profile or something. That, was, <laughs> that felt good coming on. You need to show it to your kids, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Appreciate it, guys. Glad to be here. Well, Eric, let's uh, let's start at the beginning because that's a great place to start. So, Eric, how did you uh, um, find Sellers Funding? Why is Sellers Funding uh, so cool to you? And uh, what is uh, the reason why Sellers Funding Funding was created? Yeah. Well, as you mentioned, you know, so I was at Heyday uh, as as they kind of skyrocketed, and my role there was to reach out to to. Uh, well, I mean, I was hoping they were considering selling their company, you know, to, to entrepreneurs um, and try and convince them that, you know, Heyday was the right place to sell. Um, what I kept hearing in those conversations was entrepreneurs who were, you know, had this this business that they loved. They were trying to, to grow it. They put all this energy and effort into it. And so many of them said, like, look, if I could just get some cash, like if I could get my hands on half a million dollars, I mean, I could blow this thing up and, and it'd be 10 X what it is today. You know, leveraging that, that little bit of seed money was something that was expressed to me so many times as I talked with them. And, uh, as you, as you kind of alluded to there in the beginning, um, I was at, uh, an event, uh, sellers funding was there as well, struck up a conversation with them. And, uh, I was like, okay, well, these guys like, these are nice people. They, they seem like they care about what they're doing. Um, and then, it, you know, as we started to talk about role opportunities, it kind of hit me. Well, look, this is an opportunity to to offer sellers what they've been asking for uh, for the last year and a half in my role at, at Heyday. You know, if they could just get a little bit of funding, you could blow this thing out of the water. So um, seemed like seemed like a good move. And I'm glad I made it. Great. So, Eric, thank you again for for joining us here. Uh, we like to stay relevant, keep uh, really good content, great personalities, and and uh, you know, new tips. I'll apologize in advance. <laughs> okay. Yes, uh, we, we'll keep that out of your dating profile. But <laughs> the, the biggest thing is, you know, like we understand what funding is. We think as entrepreneurs, as sellers, but in your experience working with sellers all over the world, which you guys are one of the biggest, let's just face it. 
why do most Amazon sellers misunderstand funding, Eric? Hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, I think there are probably as many answers as there are sellers. You know, um, <laughs> finance is such an individual thing for for everybody for a lot of reasons. Um, but the the big thing is things that tend to get in the way. I think are the idea that any debt is bad. Um, you know, it, a lot of people take money from friends and family to kind of get going. Um, and that's, you know, maybe forgivable debt or, or you know, money that uh, can sit out there as long as you want it. But there comes a point in every business where, you know, to really put the, the pedal to the metal, whether it's because you get a huge PO and, you know, now now you're looking at, you know, maybe half a million dollars or, or $250,000 that you've got to spend for inventory or if it's time to hire people, you know. I think a lot of businesses tend to stagnate at that point because the idea of taking on some debt to to leverage that and create that growth is is pretty tough. Like you know, we're taught from the time we're we're kids that debt is bad. We should try and be debt free. Um, those rules don't necessarily apply to business. Uh, I have some experience in real estate, and you know, one of the things I, I think is analogous is is the idea of a mortgage. You know, like most people don't own their homes outright. Uh, and, you know, you're leveraging that debt so you have a place to live that, you know, eventually builds into equity. Um, a lot of that is true for business as well. You know, sometimes taking debt is exactly what people need to break out to that next level. Nice. I love it. So, Eric, when you're talking about growth and growth capital and and uh, using debt to grow, a lot of people are a little bit squeamish, aren't they? They, yeah. Uh, yeah, they sure. think, well, I, I don't want to be one of those people that falls into this debt trap. But debt for your business isn't really um, the same type of cancer that it is for debt for your personal life because debt for your business brings back more uh, dollars with it most of the time. So it's completely different. So, Sean, let's get to the next question here for Eric. All right. So, Eric, this is specific to um, uh, what you guys are working in every single day. So what right now in the funding uh, space is changing for Amazon sellers? Yeah, I think this. <clears throat> so this relates a bit to to what you said as well. You know, the um, there there is absolutely bad debt, you know, and I, and I want to be 100 percent clear about that. Like the one thing I, I love about sellers funding is that we're incredibly diligent and careful um, about our lending practices. You know, we won't just throw money at, at every business. We're not going to like totally max you out to where, you know, it's setting up this debt cycle. Um, and that's just, you know, I've seen that over the nine months that I've been at the company and it's proven itself out. So, you know, I'm, I'm debt averse personally, like, you know, I, I live frugally because I, I like that in my personal life. <laughs> Um, so to me, the idea of offering debt to people in a way that's not sustainable or that doesn't actually help um, would would make me feel horrible. So I should just say that in the beginning. Um, what we're seeing a lot of, and this we talk about a lot internally, is you know with our competitors, there's a lot of short-term lending, there's a lot of revenue-based financing. You know what we tend to see is that that is the cycle that people get on where it's really hard to, to bust out of that. Um, you know, the percentages that people talk about in those short term lending situations where it's like, Hey, it's, you know, 6% for three months or something, you know, 
when you truly do the math on that, and and it seems it seems obvious, right? But but the six percent is really enticing. But when you really do the math on that, and you 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 know you amortize it out, it's it's a ridiculous rate. It's it's you know double what we would charge. Um, so those short term lending cycles are what we're tending to see a lot of, and people get into that cycle and just tend to perpetuate boom 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 boom. And and the revenue based, frankly, like understanding how that works is super important as well, where, you know, it's really enticing to think, hey, I'm not bringing a ton of revenue in right now. So my payments are going to be lower like that. That's really appealing. The problem is that when you start selling that inventory that you bought, you know, when you when the revenue does increase, all of a sudden your usable capital is gone, like the the cash, uh, you know, those payments need to be made. So um, so we see a lot of people who refinance some of our competitors loans through us because our terms are longer, you know, the, the um, rates are all transparent and we're not eating into capital. It's a set payment. So, um, so that's, that's what I see a lot of um, the RBF model is popular, uh, but you know, I, I, I would just caution people to, to really do the math and be careful about how you, how you take your lending. So basically um, what you're telling us then, Eric, is if we need funding for our Amazon growth, then going to you would be like, if we go to seller's funding, it'd be like going and getting a a 30-year mortgage with a fixed rate on our home versus going down to the check cashing place and doing a payday loan. Is that kind of what you're telling me there? Yeah, that's a great analogy. In (laughs) fact, yep. I mean, our loans are typically, um, you know, anywhere from 12 to 24 months, 36 months on the outside for, for larger, you know, so yes, it's, that's a, a really good comparison. Okay. So let me ask you a question then. If you could go back and, and speak to all of your clients who you've helped with the growth through funding, what question do you wish all Amazon sellers would ask, specifically ask before seeking a funding solution? I think it, if everybody asked, you know, what is the, what's the true cost of this, of this money? You know, like write it all out on a piece of paper, show me all the fees, show me, you know, if I, if I take this loan to term, what am I going to be paying? Just like you would, you know, with your mortgage. So you can see it all there. Um, I think that's a super important question. So is there a such thing then, Eric, as the truth in lending when it comes to uh, funding for businesses? (sighs) You'd hope. You know, um, I, I, I've seen some, I, yeah, I, I'm hesitating because I, I want to be very careful, but, um, <laughs> yeah, the, answer is, the answer is it depends. <laughs> it depends. So yeah. basically there are some, uh, less than honest lenders out there. We'll just say to be, to be nice about it. And you wish that sellers would dig in a little more and find out exactly what the money's going to cost them. And before they, uh, and uh, their life away or their firstborn child, right? And and it's just like anything else. You want to treat people the same way you want to be treated. So when it comes to funding, there's no difference. And I think I like what you guys are doing over there at Sellers Funding. I've spent a lot of time talking with with your colleague Allie about this, yep. and it seems that you guys are just uh, fair. And uh, you know, being fair is hard to find, isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, and I think that's exactly right. You know, there are. there's a sweet spot where our lending makes a ton of sense. You know, there are obviously many forms of loans that you can get out there, you know, um, any government backed stuff. If you're, you know, you're large enough and you have, uh, you know, a local bank or something that you can work with, those are always going to be 
your, you know, your cheapest options. Uh, and we will, you know, we'll tell people that. I mean, I'm saying it right now, right? Um, where we come in is is in those instances where you need the extra bump or, you know, there's an opportunity that you have to take advantage of now. Um, that's where where we really shine. So, okay. yeah. Awesome. So Eric, um, can you walk us through what your deal structure is normally like? Um, are you strictly a debt play? Do you try to take equity in people's businesses? What does the debt structure look like? Yeah, great question. Um, yeah, so there's no equity. It also, you know, the business owners maintain full equity of the company. Um, again, just kind of a standard debt setup. So uh, depending on the type of loan, you know, we'll we'll kind of um, adjust the, the guarantee there. Um we have a number of different products to choose from. So, you know, our, our main, I would say our most popular product is just a working capital uh, loan. And that can be, you know, drawn down. It can be re-upped. Um, that's probably, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to guess it's 70% of our business. Um, actually, in the last year, uh, getting more and more popular are things like daily advances. So for smaller sellers, especially, or as they're coming up and they need to keep cash on hand, we can advance, you know, prior to sales. Uh, and then we can also do things like invoice factoring. So, you know, if people are moving into wholesale and they get a big invoice from from Walmart or, or you know, Target, we can buy that invoice so that they can, you know, pay for that. to. to oh, very nice. So you guys have a lot of different uh, options that I didn't know were available. So, um, yeah. Eric, what we love to talk about is actionable things in real life. Um, you know, situations that are happening out there. So Eric, um, why don't you walk us through, you know, you have an Amazon seller who comes to seller fund, seller's funding and then um, uses your guys's funding to get a result in their business. Walk us through like a case study, would you? Yeah, sure. You know, I have one, one comes to mind and this maybe isn't, uh, isn't super typical, um, but we actually had uh, an owner that had an Amazon loan, which, you know, are, are kind of famously um, cheap for to take, right? They're, they're lower percentage. Um, the thing about Amazon loans is they're, they're really unpredictable. So, you know, they're kind of offered. You never know exactly what it's going to be. And the, the term is relatively short. So in this case, um, the, the client actually wanted to refinance this loan through us. At, which was going to be admittedly, you know, a slightly higher rate, a couple points more. Um, and on the surface, it's like, well, you know, why, why would you consider doing that? What they found was that because our terms were longer, you know, we could do this loan at a 24 month term. It effectively made, you know, cut their payment significantly. And for yeah. them, the couple extra points was worth, you know, refinancing that Amazon loan with us because it, it would reduce their payments. The other thing, and you know, it's, I don't want I don't want to sound like too much of a, a sales pitch, but <laughs> the other thing that we also offer is uh, we will typically do an interest only period with all of our loans. So, what that allows people to do, you know, obviously, is if let's say for inventory, if you're buying up inventory, you know, you're going to sell that. Maybe there's some seasonality in your business. Um, if you want to use a loan for inventory, you get a let's say a six month interest only period. You start to pay that back immediately as you sell. If you you can pay that uh, loan off early, there's no penalty for that after three months. So you know you pay that off in eight months. You've effectively taken the cost of that capital down to you know single digits. So that's that was great. that was a great win for them. 
Okay. So obviously folks out there are going to be watching this uh, in our social channels. They're listening on the podcast platform. I have uh, Eric's email up here. If you want to uh, pronounce this and, and uh, spell it out phonetically for folks that are listening, sure. Eric. Probably smart. Right? <laughs> <laughs> My name seems easy, but you know, people, people have trouble with it. So it's Eric, I would say Eric Davidek. You got it, man. You nailed it. But spell it out because yeah, it, I will. It looks, so it's, it so it's Eric like Swedish or, or Viking or something. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> uh, so it's Eric with a K. It's E R I K uh, dot Davidek is my last name. It's David with an E K on the end. So it's D A V I D E K at sellersfunding all one word dot com. Now I read somewhere, Eric, on on the website where you could get answers for to sellers for funding in forty eight hours if we just go to sellersfunding.com. Is that true? I couldn't have said it better myself. What, um, what yeah, in fact, like? in fact, we can do. You know, we've got like a, a pre approval widget, so you can get a really good idea of where your funding will come in, like immediately. Um, the application process is is very quick. I mean, you can get set up on the system in you know a matter of minutes. Um, 48 hours. If you, you know, if it's something you want to pursue and you want to get a loan, uh, absolutely. We can, we can get those done in 48 hours. So, yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, realistically, it, of course, it all depends on what you've got ready. You know, we we'll want to take a look at the financials, um, but, you know, connecting the storefront and, and filling out an application is really quick and it gives a, a really clear picture of where we should come in on the financing side. Awesome, Eric. So I love talking about growth. I love talking about um, everything that you guys are all about. Um, but we have to move into the last part of our show. Let's um, do it. We have two fun questions here at the end. Um, you already are prepped for this one. So this will be uh, not quite as fun. But I still want to know the, the answer. What is your all-time favorite business book? Um, this is going to be this is going to be a little outside of maybe the normal business realm. Um, Please. But I, <laughs> there's a couple that jump to mind. Um, I'm going to give you two, just just because I love reading. Uh, the first is is called Sapiens, uh, so it's a, a history of, of humankind. Oh, and it's not necessarily a business book, but I think as I, I used to be a teacher, I taught, taught history, sociology. Uh, it, like the more we understand the way that we think, I think you know it it has benefits far beyond. Um, the other is the Art of War. I mean, oh, Sun Tzu. Hard, hard to beat. Hard to beat Sun Tzu. Yeah, Sun 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 Tzu. Not like yeah. I'm probably mispronouncing. So. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Sapiens, which I love. It's about this thick. Yes. And yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it'll take you all summer. <laughs> I think that's uh, that's what caused me to do the switch from uh, from novels and fiction a few years ago when that came out. And I thought, wow, this is like mind blowing. A lot of good stuff in there. A lot of trash too. Just have to put that out there. Uh, take what makes sense for you and leave the rest. And the art of war. I love that. Um, and uh, I think I read that a as a teenager, Seth. So there you I go. Safety. Highly recommend a reread on that one. <laughs> okay, great. All right. So the next fun question, and I won't uh, mess this up for me here. So think about this. Most of the folks watching this are entrepreneurs. We're sellers. We're into making money, and then we like to play hard as we work hard, right? So. What is something, Eric, that you've purchased in the last 12 months that some may consider as a splurge, but you don't regret it? Mm. I, um, th as I mentioned, I'm a pretty frugal guy. So I tend to wring the life out of everything I own. Um, so for me, I bought, uh, I, I love mountain biking. It's one of my, I'm a, I'm a total outdoor freak and I'm outside all the time. <laughs> and mountain bike is one of my things. Um, 
I bought a used mountain bike probably eight years ago and I've ridden the snot out of that thing. This year I, I bit the bullet. I got a beautiful new niner, like, you know, hardtail. It's, it's gorgeous. And I just bought it a few weeks ago and it's brought me so much joy. <laughs> it's like, it's one of those things where you buy it and then you kick yourself because like, man, I should have had this for the last five years. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Seth, but, when we ask him the question, his, his splurge that he's not ashamed of was a ping pong table. It doesn't have to be a Lamborghini, you know? <laughs> hey, your own, yeah, right? man. I mean, I'm, I'm from the Midwest, you know, I'm Midwest cheap for me. Yeah. A new mountain bike is a pretty good splurge. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and you can just tell the, uh, the joy that's still <laughs> radiating through you based on that purchase. And that's the same thing that, you know, happened for me with the ping pong table. It's just so fun to, uh, to play and you could never regret the time that you spend playing. So great, great, uh, interview today, Eric, can't wait to have you back on a full blown webinar where you can walk us through everything that you guys do at sellers funding and um, how what you do can help Amazon sellers grow. Sean, why don't you take us out of here? Well, Eric, I appreciate you. Again, thank you for taking the time out on a Friday afternoon. Um, don't go anywhere when we kill the broadcast. We still want to pick your brain privately, but thank you so much. I think the folks out there in the post-purchase podcast world, episode 72, we're going to love this. And if you have any questions, folks, uh, just email Eric directly or to check out Sellers Funding, go to sellersfunding.com. Thank you so much, Eric. Thank you both. It's fun.